Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. All right. Right before I ask you about what it is that you want to work on, I want to check and follow up on the rage thing that we talked about last time and it coming up in conversation and just did you if if you had any work around that or insight around that that you want to share yeah i had a a, a really triggering event happen yesterday um <laughs> and i i felt uh, my different parts that come up around that, it's the, they are the same parts that I, I mentioned about the trailhead um, last time we talked. Okay. And so I immediately felt uh, tons of anxiety and then and tons of shame and uh, worthlessness. I felt abandoned and like I, you know, I, basically I wasn't worthy of love. Um, and then as that situation kept rolling, um, and it didn't, it didn't show any signs of letting up. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I did feel the, the rage coming in, but it's just like, I, I saw it as, Oh, here it is coming in to try to have my back. Um, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't express it in that way. You know, I just, I just said, Hey, it's all right. Like I've got this. Um, I, I really appreciate, you know, you coming in to have my back, your support, you know, your defense, um, but, but I think that a little bit less of, of, you know, of this will be better. Um, yeah. please, le please let me handle it and then I'll come back and, and hang out with you later. Um, and yeah, so, so I did, 
that worked mm-hmm. out really well. Um, but what ended up happening is that I felt completely defenseless. And so it, it felt, it was nice that I, you know, I didn't add fuel to the fire. I didn't reinforce someone else's negative beliefs about me or my negative beliefs about myself. Um, that's fantastic. That's a huge, huge step. But at the same time, uh, for Ray, quite Ray some time wasn't there to that, get your back. Well, yeah, not only was it like not there to get my back, it was, I was fully there in, in my exile. Right. And trying right. to trying to comfort my exile, trying to be there for my exile. And that was that was so much more difficult than raging. <laughs> OK, yeah, you that's know? a really good lesson. I appreciate you sharing that because that's I guess that's one of the potential, you know, risks when we're when we're working with protectors and we don't have the connection with the exiles and then we're we're having them step back and then that's what we're left with. So. Yeah. It was a, it was a good couple hours where I was just, uh, completely shook. You know, mm. I was, I was literally shaking. I felt weak all over my body. Like I, I felt like I had no grip. I had no, you know, no speed, no reaction speed, nothing. I felt, I felt completely weak. Yeah. Disarmed disarmed and and just so sad and alone and and abandoned and uh misunderstood yeah all those things and and if you can help me as i'm trying to learn how to do this do you think did it feel like the right move or did it feel like crap this was a terrible intervention to to work with this protector in this way? Like, no, should we no, have no. done something different, do you think? No, it was absolutely correct. Um, I've spent a bunch of time with it in the past week doing other things, like moving heavy things around, playing basketball, uh, playing with my kids. You know, I've, I've given it the the appropriate outlet and I've, I've had a good connection with it. It, it was 100% the right thing to do. It's, it's just that, um, that exile is so burdened, Yeah, yeah. you know? And so without, without protection, that's, uh, it goes really deep, really fast. Yeah. Well, it's really great that you're able to express and delineate all these parts so clearly. I wrote... Um, this morning, just as, as part of my morning uh, mm-hmm. exercise, you know, I'm, I'm, what I do feel like is that I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm having like superficial check-ins. Uh-huh. Like I'm trying to have a check-in, but, but I feel like one of my parts is, is just getting in the way of check-ins and it's making it very superficial, very quick. Um, and so then this morning I just tried to, to, to like access or locate this, this exile, um, which was so apparent yesterday. And so I did, these are the, the things that I wrote, I wrote abandoned, unloved, worthless piece of shit, always fucking shit up. Never good, much less good mm-hmm. enough. Life is falling apart. No one loves you. You are alone and you will never be understood, accepted, loved. You will never be connected. So those are the things yeah. that I'm being told. Yeah. Um, by the exile and then the protectors are the firefighter is rage 
um, isolation and resentment there. And then I also have the firefighter that I did very well with yesterday, which is the addict. Um, because it was the end of the day and you know, I would have typically, and it ran through my head like a, like a freight train, alcohol, ice cream, weed, whatever I could do, uh, Um, to self, to self soothe and to kind of like comfort myself, um, uh, in that moment. And so I said, Oh, you know, Oh, there's my, there's that part. There's the addict in that, you know, I gave him, uh, my appreciation and, and my, my acceptance and my love, uh, but said that, you know, it's not the right response for now. Um, and so I got like, you know, the skeleton has to trust me. The runner has to trust me. The addict has to trust me. The rage has to trust me. All these things have to trust me, but I'm not really, I'm, I'm still working very hard on the, the total self-acceptance and, and I think that that has to do with the fact that the, the burden is just, it's there. Wow. Gosh, yeah, it's just so clear. Really appreciate you, the you, how you're able to access all that and share all that. Well, it's hard, you know. I, I tried, I tried to open up as well, which is a step further, uh, rather than, you know, rather than addictive behaviors, rather than isolating or or turning to the rage, turning to resentment. To put it pointing negativity negativity outward, I tried to explain what was happening inside and where it was coming from, um, you know, in the direction that 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 I was getting triggered from. Right, um, I, I tried to explain that outwardly, and uh, and I couldn't help but feel that my my reach for connection and my bid my uh my attempt to explain where i'm coming from and Mm -hmm. and to recognize where they're coming from and to say i completely understand you know i i get why you feel the way you do you're right to feel that way it's completely valid um you know and then here's where i'm coming from here's what happened inside my head um and then getting just completely getting basically invalidated you know, being told, okay. well, you know, in, in more brevity, uh, you know, you're crazy. You're in your head. Yeah. Um, okay. So which, just so I understand yeah. you, you, you were explaining and, and sharing some of this internal dynamic and ha- yeah. right to this other person. And that wasn't received in, in the, in the way you would have hoped. And that was, felt safe. Uh, right. It did. It did not feel safe. It felt like I was, mm-hmm. you know, putting myself in ever more dangerous situation, yeah. you know, in that, yeah. in that, like, I'm not, I'm just not safe. And what does that mean? You know, I've got, I've got two kids and I've got a, a like a 17 year relationship and I've got two houses and like, with, uh, there's a whole life here. Um, uh, wh- how, how can I be in this life just not feeling safe all the time? And I think I'm the way I understand it is that feeling of safety is it it should be coming from within. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be dependent upon another person's validation or acceptance or, or anything like that, you know? 
Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so the exile is constantly looking, and there's you know there's the other protectors, which you know the sprinter is is performing constantly, you know. And so if if I'm putting all of my effort into something and being a human, I'll make a mistake, you know. Even with mm-hmm. the most meticulous care, there will be something that I that I miss, and um, and when that is found and it's harped upon, when it's when it's really dug in, and the other person feels as though it's a personal attack that something is overlooked on accident, um, then I feel as though everything that I do, which is, which is literally for love is in vain. Yeah. Okay. So to get to contact and to work with that exile, as you know, we would normally check in with every protector along the way and, and, build trust and work with whatever concerns they have. And so my question to you is, you know, what, what part should we start with? And, you know, I'm hearing this addiction part, this sprinter, these other parts that we, we haven't, you and I haven't really gone through that process with necessarily. Um, so so I'm asking you where you'd like to start and if it would make sense to to work with one of them first or or what your intuition is telling you about where to go today. I've been I've been talking, you know, having dialogue, I guess, with with each of these parts um, that yeah. are protectors. The only one that I'm really unable to get a hold of is this. Uh, this uh distractor part that um mm. that i was that i had told you about that little five-year-old kid that's always like throwing shit in the way and and bolting you know setting up booby mm. traps and and it, it it's just uh making it feels like it's making my my check-ins superficial like i was saying um that's the only one that i've had a hard time really i haven't really, really been able to connect with but everyone else is uh, is on board wants to wants to stop doing what they're doing wants to repurpose their energy and wants me to uh, help the exile okay that's awesome okay well again we can start wherever you like or we could you know the 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 two kind of parts that I'm hearing that that you'd like that, you know, you'd like to do more work with sometime is this five-year-old distractor. And then, and then this other exile energy of worthlessness. I think that maybe, maybe the right place to start is the part of me that feels it, it has to perform for love. It has to, has to work and, and, and perform in order to be loved. And, and if the performance slips somehow, you know, if there's a mistake that is made anywhere, um, all of a sudden the whole world is falling apart and I'm not loved. I'm going to be abandoned. I am abandoned. Um, I'm losing everything and I'm falling apart. Okay. Sure. The performer. All right. Where do you notice it? On the 
it seems to all come from kind of from the same place, um, like between my stomach and my heart, uh, like my solar plexus area deep within. Uh, it's like a burning, high, high anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's a feeling of being alone and of not being worthy. And so the, the best way to address that is to get people to love me by showing that I'm worthy. Sure. And how do you feel towards that part as you notice it? Um, it's heart, it's heartbreaking. Uh huh. You have sadness and sympathy for, for the position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's. Um, I, I don't think it's right. I think that it, it's unfair uh, to do to a person like that. Mm-hmm. And this can be kind of a tricky question. Uh, does it feel like a pity kind of sadness, or does it feel more of a coming from a compassion kind of place? Uh, the way I feel toward it would be coming from more of a compassionate place. The way that Great. it feels, it feels young, like everything is ex- existential, you know, everything uh-huh. is, is like either super happy or super upset. Okay. Very, very you know, very um, immature in that way, that, that, that there's no like middle ground. It's either I'm performing and I'm loved or I've messed up my performance and everything's over. Yes. Okay. Do you have some compassion for it? You have some curiosity in, in getting to know it now? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Okay. Go ahead and show it that curiosity. I'm worried that there's a, a part here. Uh-huh. Um, I'm worried that there's a part here that is placing too much hope and and emphasis and weight in healing and exile and and getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how do you respond to that? Uh, I, I completely understand why. I understand where it's coming from. It makes complete sense to me, and it's, I mean, it's how, how do you, how do you tell a, you know, it's like, how do you tell a kid not to be excited when you're driving to a carnival? You know, that's, that's the way it kind of feels. Yes, yes. And it's, it sounds like it's kind of maybe skeptical or. Uh, No, that would be another part that's saying, Mm -hmm. what if having all of this, this hope, uh, what if that makes it uh, superficial? What if that, what if that, you know, interrupts the process and gets in my way? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask the, uh, that hope to kind of take a step back. That feels really hard to do, mm-hmm. but it, it's um, I'm hearing like go anyway, like um, mm-hmm. let this part be excited about growth. Um, just let it yes. let let that part be there and be excited, 
um, but put my attention toward uh, toward this performer. This uh, yes, if I can suggest, um, just really kind of advertising to them that your your primary for now kind of your primary aim or or position is one of curiosity and compassion and and that you're not you're not going in with an agenda and you're not making promises we're coming from a curious place because that's that's where we're going to start from and maybe that's just, you know maybe that's all we can do is just stay curious and learn about the, whatever parts we talk to that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to settle a lot of uh, a lot of parts down. Yeah, and I don't know if this part is the same part as the that track runner, that sprinter, the one that's running over the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems as though it, it's it's the same part, but but somehow the, a track runner seems you know, seems uh, too old and organized and mature. Mm, okay. And, the, you know, the track runner's constantly saying, get moving, get moving, get moving, get moving, um, and perform. Mm-hmm. But this is, I guess, this is where the track runner falls. This is the, that black hole that's collapsing the bridge and the, and the track runner falls into the hole. And I've got, I, I'm like, up. Oh, it's uh, the gig is up. Uh, I can't fool anybody into loving me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, that does sound more like kind of exile energy. Sounds like the track runner does that protective job of keeping you from that. This was my, my suspicion. So, so I think maybe there's a, the way it it seems right now is that there's a part that is very closely tied to the track runner Uh and it feels like jubilant when, when the track runner is succeeding Uh and then perhaps the cheerleader, right? Uh, no, no, it's, um, it's like, it's like the. I don't know. It's like I'm watching a racehorse, you know, and I put all my money on that racehorse and uh, the racehorse okay. the racehorse is out in front and I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Every, you know, I'm in, people are in love with me. People love me. I'm, I'm supported. I'm doing a great job like that. And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden that horse's leg breaks and I've lost my entire life savings. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big, it's a big burden. That's a lot to carry for any part. So that, uh, that's a good analogy for that, for that track runner. You know, all, all, all the money is on that track runner on that, mm-hmm. that sprinter going up and over the bridge. Right. And, and with the understanding that if it fails, in comes the feelings of worthlessness, right? It, not in comes that, that equals if it fails, right. I am worthless. Right. Got it. And so that's that's essentially what we're what we're focusing on is that feeling of worthlessness, that part. Yeah, or the okay. it just the part where 
the success of the of the runner is entirely an an existential uh, event. Okay. Yeah. Because it is. It's very. It's like childlike, and it's how happy and, and joyful it is when when I'm receiving approval. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just like giddy, you know, like, oh, finally, you know, this is exactly what I want. This is exactly what I want. I'm yeah. worth something, you know, I'm valuable. I'm a hard worker. I do good work, you know, yes. and then, but the, you know, then the exact opposite right. with the, with any, any mistake. And so were you able, and do you feel now that you're able to contact that part? Do you have other protectors coming up saying, cautioning you about that work or have any concerns about that work? I guess I'm just having a a little bit harder time visualizing the part. I think mm-hmm. that my my exiles are very hard to to see. Yes, yes. Yeah, they take more developing, I think, typically. Protectors are kind of right in our face and the, we got to go hunting for the exiles and, and watch them because because they've been exiles we're, we're so distant from them. So that's why I return back to the to the feeling to where it emanates from and just stay with the feeling. And if you're feeling curious and if you're, and if you have those protectors stepped back, let it know that you're curious. Maybe that you'd like to, you'd like to see it more. You'd like to know it more. Well, what came up is it's just like a a little boy playing in the sandbox. Mm -hmm. And about how old? Four or five. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you introduce yourself? Can you see aware of you? And can you make yourself present to him? Yeah, he wants to be happy to see me, he wants to be excited and, and joyful, but um, too, uh, too much of his existence is tied up worrying about what others think. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? So you can show them that you understand or at least have seen that dynamic. You've seen how hard that is to be dependent on these other parts or to be to be pushed away by other parts.
I think I'm like losing track. Not uh, like I'm not really able to make uh, the connection I want to make. Mm-hmm. How? What's your proximity like with this part? The boy in the sandbox. Um, it was like five feet away from the sandbox, standing, and now I'm, I'm right when you asked that I moved to sitting on the side of the sandbox. Mm-hmm. So again, um, sometimes you could try kind of like making eye contact or turning towards him or asking him to turn towards you. Again, just kind of introducing yourself. Yeah, he's like a like a skittish beaten dog. Like it, uh, you know, wants love, but is just scared. Yeah, sure. And so can't go at him too fast. You know, I got to kind of keep a little bit of distance and give him a space. Yeah. And you can also maybe show him that you see that, that fear. That fear makes sense to you. And you could ask anything, but you could ask um, if there's anything he'd like to tell you or to, or to show you about himself or his, his world to help you understand him. Well, he wants me to know that he's just really, really, really good. He's really good. And uh, and he's being completely mistreated. And it's not so much that he wants to show me that he's being mistreated. He just wants me wants to really wants to let it be known that he's really good. Mm-hmm. And how do you respond to that? I I know it. You know, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. Right. Great. Just like really want someone to say like, wow, you are really good, you know, uh, yeah. because because all he's hearing is the opposite. Yeah, you can just show him how you feel.
you responding to that? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm having a bunch of shit come up, and um, it's it's really like I just needed a dad. I needed my dad, you know, and I I had uh, abusive stepfather after abusive stepfather, um, multiple marriages. And, uh, I really just needed my dad. And I, you know, I asked my dad if he would save me, if I could live with them, you know, and he, mm-hmm. he said no. Yeah. And, um, and so all that negative, all those negative perceptions of me got reinforced. Yeah. You know, repeatedly, they just, and I feel like yeah. I'm, I've carried it into my adult life and sure. I'm like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know? So that's the, so that's the pain that he's showing you. He's showing you his, his reality of being fatherless, being abused and you know, it's, it's powerful. And my question to you is, are you, are you okay being with him now and witnessing that now? Yeah, I'm with him. Great. So you can just let him know that, that you're okay seeing that now. And that you want to see anything that he has to show you about his, about his world, about his experience. to help you understand how he feels. I've got, a, I've got a part telling me that I'm losing contact, telling me that, uh, that I'm getting distracted and bringing in, you know, my current life circumstances and, and showing me, you know, text messages and, and yeah. conflicts and. And you can attend to all that stuff later, right? Yeah, it'll all still be there. I'll let that part know that you really want to understand this part and, and that and understanding this part might really help you understand some of those current circumstances. It's just like there's a, I don't know what part it is. It's just telling me that, I've, that I'm like, I've had enough. I've had enough of being this person of, of like, seeing myself in this light and allowing other people to see me in this light and accepting that they see me in this light. Yeah. I'm just so, I'm so tired of it. I'm so, I'm so done being a, like a piece of shit. Yeah. That's, that's the work we're doing. We're, we're examining who you really are. 
this and a lot of it feels um inescapable like the damage is already done sure and it's been told to me you know i have is any of that coming from this specific part this boy in the sandbox no okay other parts uh outside yeah forces not even internal parts okay but i mean when you're when you're hearing it inside yourself now uh yeah i mean it's like i guess it's the of a different part a logic part kind of like pointing yeah. to all the all the reasons i'm really not able to get past it yeah you know, are you able so, to ask that part to step back or to should we do more work with it because it's, it's fair it's just as important i mean all these parts are important to get to know we can only do one at a time I just want to reach out to that that little boy and and make him feel as though his performance doesn't really matter. He's good as okay. he is, and he is yeah. good. Yeah, I mean he's so he's ask, perfect. So he's a little those, boy. Yes. So ask those other parts that are jumping in to connect the dots today, to just give you some a little more time and space to to do this work. Let them know that you'll work with them another time. Yeah, there's and, just and the, a sadness there. There's just a yeah. sadness there that I'm tr like I'm trying so hard. And this little boy had to try so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Just show them that you see that. that you're still there. You didn't let those other parts take you out of it. But also, if you, if you need to come out of it, if, if other parts are demanding your attention so much, then that's okay too, so. Jeff, you can be with this boy. Just, just keep doing that. Keep letting him show you whatever he needs to show you until he feels like you. Until he feels like you really get it. Just showing me that nothing ever works. That no matter how hard he tries, it's it, nothing lasts. Yeah. And it feels like, what's the point? Why am I trying so hard? I should just give up. Right. There's a feeling of, a feeling of, um, of uh, like adult expectations of work on this little child like knowing knowing it's it's set up for failure 
like, okay, here, carry this five gallon bucket of water and don't spill a drop, you know? Right. Yeah. Sounds like you're doing great. Like he's willing to share all that with you. You're seeing it clearly. You're not being overwhelmed by it. No, it certainly doesn't feel good. Sure, because you love him. And again, you can, you can step back anytime that you, if at any point you're feeling like it's too much, or you can ask him to, to share in a different way if it, if it feels like too much. And if you're okay with it, just keep asking him to show you until he feels like you really get it. There's this feeling of, um, oh, if I, you know, it's like giving, giving up is like, you know, kind of like jumping off a boat and with an anchor on your, on your ankle and like saying, okay, I'm just going to sink to the bottom. But when I get down there, then I'll try to come back up. Like, there's no way to, there's, you can't live at the bottom. You can't survive. You have to, you have to try or you will die. And if you give up trying for even a moment, um, that's the end, you know, you're, you're going to be at the bottom of the lake, you know, is that coming from the boy? I don't know where it's coming from. Okay. You could ask him. I don't think it's coming from, Does it make sense to you? It does make sense to me. That okay. It's it's like I don't have any choice but to try. Yeah, just just keep reflecting, keep showing him that you're seeing what he's showing you. And it is hard. It doesn't feel good. Well, I think the distractors uh, taken over. I don't. I think I lost it. I just want to commend you and say that even if you lost it, even if you hang up right now, 
you've done a lot. And you're not going to forget about that boy. No, I feel like a compulsion to protect the boy. Like a, more than an obligation. Yeah. So you could try just asking that distracting part to step back. As you know, I mean, you've listened to so many of these calls, you know, you know, the, the approximate time this process may take um, if you want to go forward and, and keep working with this boy in the sandbox. I think I can be here for him. I think that I think that I am here for him. Great. Like, that's a, like I can see him well enough to, to work on the connection. Yeah, that's great. And how does he feel about that connection? Does he feel like he knows you better now? Does it, does he feel like he can well, trust like you? Cautious. Mm -hmm. Cautious hope, you know? Yeah. Just let him know who you are. You're... You're him in the future. Is there anything else he wants to show you to help you understand? No, I think uh, it seems as though I get it. Seems as though I've got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you might check with him to see how he would feel about you going back into that time period to be with him in the way that he needed somebody. Yeah, I'm there. Great. And how are you being with him? I'm being myself as a dad. I'm being my yeah. father for him as I am for my daughters. Great. Ask him if there's something he wants you to do for him or with him back there. Yeah, he just wants me to be there. Great. He wants to feel... Like someone just loves him unconditionally, you know, that he doesn't yeah. have to perform, that he can just relax and feel loved and be loved. Yeah. You know, be held without having to to provide a hug back, you know, just, yeah. just be held. Mm Does he need you to talk to anybody or anything change the situation in any way?
I don't know if it's coming from him, but it, it's everyone can just fuck off. Yeah. When you can check with him, you know, to what degree you're, you're doing that for him, whether or not he wants to witness that, um, whatever your, whatever work you're doing back in that time. Well, I don't think he wants me to do any, any harm, but, mm-hmm. but what can I do so it doesn't feel unresolved? Sure. Just ask him. I mean, he's showing you that he, that he wants that presence and you're doing that. Yeah, he just, just wants to be anything. Yeah, that's, and that might be all. just wants there to be an adult that's there for him mm-hmm. that's got him you know that's unconditional and how's he feeling about you doing that now oh, I feels worried that it's gonna vanish yeah that makes sense that's that's been his experience in the past right right Just let him know that you're not, you're not one of those external figures that that comes and goes. That you're not going to forget about him, and that you will keep doing this for him from now on. You'll be that person for him. Okay, I, just like everybody else, it, it looks like. I just need to keep showing up so that I can build trust. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and you know, the, there will be days where that's harder than, than others. You know, there will be other parts interfering in all of that, but you can, you can still commit to it. You can still, again, like you're not going to forget about them and you can just let them know that. That you that you want to do this job, that he doesn't have to rely on other people to do it. Ask if he's ready to leave that time and come with you to a safe place. That could be a fantasy place or wherever he'd like. All right, he's with me. Great. How's he enjoying that? Loves it. And where do you have him? Oh, he's at the county fair with me right now. Yeah. And when never I, when we're going go on back. rides, I'm just like, well, you know, company. We're just walking around, looking yeah. at the sights. And 
just be in each other's company. Yeah. Just tell me he never has to go back. And then see if he's ready to unload some of those feelings, some of those burdens. Had a had a lot of them. See where he's carrying, ask where he's carrying those in his body. That feels really sad. It feels so teary, man. That, that, uh, that hurts. Yeah. It's all in there. It's all real. Just see if he's ready to let go of some of them. There's real hesitation to like fall into my arms, you know, there's real hesitation to trust and yeah. let go. So it's okay for now. Yeah, and he can he can give it a little sample and if he doesn't like it, he can try something else or you're there for him, so you two can do whatever. You'll keep you'll keep trying until you find a way. Yeah. Yeah. So see where he's carrying some of those burdens in his body. And then ask what he would like to give them up to. He wants to sit on my lap at a campfire and and burn him in the campfire. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Go ahead and set that up. Do you have him there? Tell him to do that until it's all out. really vulnerable being that you know that pure yeah yeah it is truly vulnerable it's really courageous And you're going to help him out. 
so as I'm doing it, there's like a, a, a feeling of like self-protection keeps creeping back in mm-hmm. and like a, you know, a little, a little barrier. Can you say more? Yeah. Like, a, like, okay, I'm ready to do it. And, and I'm, I'm doing it and feeling unguarded and completely open. And as soon as I start feeling that way, it's like, Oh, I'm taking it back. Is that the boy feeling that way or are you? It's something in between. Some, okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're sharing that he's, he's sharing it like, like he's been doing all this time. He's, you're right there, hand in hand, experiencing all of this with him. And and he's showing you just how scary it is. This unknown, this this vulnerability. Yeah, but how right it how right it feels, but how dangerous it is. Yeah. We have some we have some solutions for that. Let's hear them. <laughs> All right. Sure. So ask him what qualities he would like to invite into his body. I just wants to be good and see good. Okay. Just be That's innocent with everyone around him and, and see them in an innocent way and be just be a friend, you know, be a friend for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Someone that doesn't need to be judged, someone that doesn't isn't hiding anything, doesn't, you know, is is just right where he should be. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can just bring some of those qualities in. Just kind of try them out. Again, if any of this isn't right, That's right. You you can do it again. You can do it differently. You can find another way. Yeah, he wants me to have these these qualities. Mm-hmm. He wants me to see him that way and treat other people that way. I wonder if that could be translated to um, not letting other parts, you know, interfere with that. Yeah. No, or and seeing all, all of my other parts with this kind of uh, perspective. Right. Right. That that I'm, you know, I'm just 
good and innocent and see everybody else in that light and understand that everybody's got their yeah sounds like a their quirks he's got a lot of wisdom in in understanding how how the system can uh you know interfere with itself or be in alignment with itself That's good. It feels like you just showed me a bunch of self-energy that I wasn't realizing. A bunch of a bunch of myself that has been covered up. Yeah, it's great. It, I mean, sorry for talking so much, but it, it's like it's like you're 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 self-energy is amplified by being with him yeah it kind of brings that out when the, when those other parts step back when you're able to just communicate and focus with him that's what's so powerful about doing this work is how much it gives back to be able to reconnect with those parts All right. I feel good. I feel like, um, I feel like I've got, uh, something established. Check with him. If there's anything else that he wants to do to share, to let go of, to invite in, to commit to with you, you know, to, to brainstorm. He just wants to spend more time with me. That's really all. Yeah. Wants company, wants uh, companionship. Is that something you can commit to now? Or is that something you want to work on? You know, again, brainstorming with him how that would, how that would be or... No, I can, I can absolutely do it and um, and continue the conversation and, and see if there are other ways. Yes, yes. It's like a brand new relationship, it feels like. Mm-hmm. With my little buddy. That's right. Okay, you could try bringing in some of those other protectors um, just to just to show them your work, show them that they don't have to work so hard doing protecting this part or exiling this part. Okay. 
And if it feels right, you can also kind of invite them to have their own fire or their own little uh, process. If any of them would like to give something up or change now that you've established this space. That's like a group consensus that I'd really just want to spend time with this. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah, that's the right, I think this is the right spot to, okay. to stop. Great. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks to all your parts. Thank you, James. Yeah. Hope to talk soon. Yeah, man. Talk to talk, talk soon. Bye. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.